0: Welcome to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you
1: by Ranger Boats. Still building legends, one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown.
2: Welcome in, folks, to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats, powered by Mercury Marine, shocked to life by on Lithium Batteries, tailor-made lithium, giving you the most power to help you make the most of your time on the water. Check them out online, RelyonBattery.com, use code ANGLERSCHANNEL.com for 10% off your next lithium battery purchase. And I got a deal for you, David. And Kenneth's kind of heard about it a little bit. I forgot I sent him a text because, you know, he's been inquiring. But our friends over at Pro Charging Systems, you know, we talk about them. You know, they're the ones who make the dual pro, dual power chargers that uh, Kenneth and I both use. They also make a lot of the uh, professional series chargers that that come in your Rangers or other boats you buy right from the factory. But, Check this deal out, right? From the month from July 15th to August 15th, you can go to their website dualpro.com, click on shop, right? Use the code ANGLER, okay? dualpro.com, click on shop, use the code ANGLER for 25% off your next purchase. Not 10, not 15, not 20, 25% off. You want the same charger Kenneth and I have? You can get it for under $700. All right? badass kick-ass charger under 700 bucks using code angler for one month only right now it's a test one month only dualpro.com com slash shop kenneth we talk about relying on all the time we we love them i've seen your screenshots you send me app data all the time but without that dual pro charger they ain't nothing well and you know you and i talk about it all the time but it, to
0: me it's it's really a complete system you know the, the batteries are spectacular but that that dual power charger has provided me more information than I've ever known about my batteries before. Sure. And, and you know, I, I've told you before, because of that, I know I can easily use my batteries for three full days, whether it's practice or tournament, without having to charge if I choose to do that.
2: Right, right. I know I you and I were
0: at… I don't do that real often because I like to have the backup power. These are 100 amp hour batteries. Sure. But I've, I've gone three days, three different times, and the most amp hours, because this charger tells me this information, the most amp hours it has put back in is 39. Wow. Wow. Well,
2: you know, at Miller's Ferry, when we were down there for, for ABT, you went out on that Saturday and messed around. And I had borrowed a boat, and you got back to the Airbnb that night, if you can call it the Airbnb, kind of the scare Airbnb, is what I'd call it. But <laughs> you got back there, and uh, I was already—I had the boat I had borrowed. I had it plugged up because I don't know anything about it, right? And I said, "Hey, you want to plug this up?" And you looked at me like I was crazy, like I had two different, like I had two heads, right? You're like, "Hell no, I'm plugging it up." Are you kidding me? I got reliance ons and doing. I'm good. I don't need that. You know, I'm I'm good to go. So. That's a big deal, and uh, you're right. They, I talked to uh, my buddy Josh at uh, PCS today, and uh, he was kind of running through me through some some new stuff coming, right? right? Some new stuff that that'll be pretty cool, as well. But um, he talked about Reliant, and you know they do a lot of work with Reliant, and uh, they work very closely together on you know making sure that. I mean, because Relyon is, you know, one of the top marine batteries out there, lithium batteries out there, and they really want to make sure they're hitting that algorithm right and the things they do with it. And um, I, I can't believe that in it, the word algorithm – is a word that we use across in the fishing industry right now is that that's blown my mind a little bit right you know it's always been a social media or a website deal now we're using this term and and fishing but i mean it really is a complete system and uh, i mean they're you know they're one of the they're one of if not the leading marine lithium battery out there so it's uh it's very cool to see those guys work together on that stuff
0: well, I, I'll tell you this, and I've had some conversations with a couple of guys just this week uh, about these batteries in particular. And, and I know I traveled with a guy this year who tried a a lithium battery as a starting battery. He didn't even get through the first day. I hear a lot of guys say, "Hey, you don't use lithium as your starting battery." But let right. me tell you something: all of every lithium battery available, there's what's called a a, a battery maintenance system sure. built into that battery. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's one of the biggest differences between the brands. Um, Relyon has built, the RB100-HP is specifically designed to be a starting battery. Mm -hmm. So all these myths and things you've heard about, don't use lithium for for starting battery. If you use Relyon, you don't have to worry about that. This battery is built for that, and it works. I've used it since, I don't know when we installed this, February, end of January? January, February,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, So... flawless. it has been absolutely flawless. When I plug in my, my dual power charger, it tells me on that. I rarely put in more than one amp hour on that sure. starting battery. Right. So just a normal day of, of running, running, you know, and I run a lot of electronics. I run my my aerators full-time when I, I got fish in there, so I, it's not like I've babied these batteries. Right. No, uh, no, no.
2: They, they're they put through hell and back most yes. most every day. And they have performed flawlessly. Yeah. Let me tell you this, though. Josh did tell me that, and, and there's some guys out there that say, look, I've already got some lithium or I've already got relions, but my charger needs to be upgraded, right? How, what kind of good charger? Obviously, the Dual Pro, Dual Power, we love it. That's our lithium charger. That does everything we need to do. But, um, you know, if you're one of those guys, right, that, that says, hey, I, I don't trust lithium for my cranking, and I've already got lithium for my trolling motor, and you don't want to buy a lithium cranking battery, but you've got the, the lead acid or the gel cell or the AGM battery for your cranking, and you're like, how do I charge both? Well, PCS has got a charger for that. It's coming, right? It's called the Auto Profile uh, in the professional series, and it's coming. I'll talk more about it in the coming weeks, but... Josh ran me through the whole gamut of what it can do, and, dude, it's killer. It is absolutely killer. And uh, what they do, because it'll charge a, a lead-acid battery, you know, if you have one, it'll charge it, and still hook to your lithium and charge those and get to where it needs to be and what it needs to do, and you're, you're all set. So, yeah.
0: Now, now you're, you're referring to a battery charger that charges each battery independently. It
2: does, yes. It's, it's the, not the, like the dual, the dual power, power.
0: The dual power. power that we run is actually there's a 36-volt output that charges your trolling batteries right. and a 12-volt output that start that charges your starting battery. And it can be programmed with the app, the DeltaView app. You can program it and tell it what kind of batteries you have, mm-hmm. and, and it, it sets the correct algorithm based on that.
2: What if I told you this new charger doesn't need an app? What if I told you it was that smart? It's kind of, I still like it's, my app. It's kind of, I know that's why we run the dual pro, the dual power we like that we like the apps. But it's anyway more details to come. It's uh, it's a pretty badass deal for sure. So it is the week of whatever today it is, July fourteenth. Getting ready for the finale, the final Bassmaster Elite Series event of the year. Um, and of course, you know our special guest tonight will will clue us in on the fourth stop of the National Professional Fishing League, the one and only color commentator from uh, from the NVFL, Mr. Luke Duncan, is going to join us here in just a little bit. Um, but for those of you that chimed in that missed the show last week, there wasn't a show last week. We just took a week off, right? We retired, right? We, we we've been busy. It was a holiday. We just said, eh, we're going to take a little time. We're going we're to enjoy our family a little bit in the lake. My daughter's in volleyball. I've run back and forth from here to there and yonder and everywhere else. I've seen more volleyball and more basketball in the last 10 days than I ever thought I would see at one time. But by God, we got to watch it. But um, and for those of you that chimed in, thanks for, for uh, checking on us. We're okay. Everybody's here um for those of you that have asked what you know did 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 Michelle and the three of us break up no we didn't I just got my trophy back is all I did right she put this long sappy post about what a good run it was and it's like we're all getting divorced but it's like nope just get my trophy back so uh thanks for that Michelle and for those of you that watched the Anglers Channel Bass Wrap-Up brought to you by Sportsman on Discovery Channel and chimed in on that. You got to see David Jong, not Jong, Jong. I totally missed that 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 spelling error there. J O N G. I don't know who the hell typed all that. It wasn't me, David. I promise you. But uh, I got to start watching these shows a little more closely when I have to preview them, right? But David Jong kind of beat up on Kenneth there a little bit with this with his uh, Thunder Cricket. But uh, thank you guys for chiming in on that. Had a lot of good response to it, and um, by God, it's been it's been a crazy two weeks. How about you guys? How was your fourth, David? I know you've been dealing with a wife with a messed up gallbladder, so you've had all kinds of fun there. But KG, did you get your son moved home? And your boat sold? Everything good to go?
0: Well, uh, he's his stuff is back in North Alabama. Uh, he's been back for a while, but uh, uh, and then. And he's he's doing really well with the internship that he's got. So it, it, everything's good with him. Good. Um, he's still still doing school at night uh, online and making good grades. So it's all good. Uh, boat is in process. Okay. It's not official. It's not official until it you know drives off.
2: Right. Right. Well, but I know we.
0: That's supposed to happen Friday.
2: We've had a lot of conversations about yeah. it. I know you're uh, you're anti to get this one gone and get your next one coming and uh, get get ready to roll and. I know you've got all your – everything planned out for the new one, so I know you're excited for that one.
0: Well, you know I like to have a plan.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just excited to see mine whenever it decides to make its appearance. So it'll be here I don't Better know,
0: you man. than me. I, I, I would. I wouldn't survive too well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That's for sure. So,
2: but uh, like I said a few minutes ago, we do have the one and only Loot nuckin' coming up here in just a few minutes to give us kind of a mid season report on the NPFL as they get ready to kick off on Pickwick this week for their fourth event of the season. It's kind of crazy You have four events and you only had two winners so far this year. So we'll talk to him a little bit about that, a little bit about the challenges alive, and some of the things that that he's up to prior to ICAST. we got ICAST next week. We will have a show next week, but we have ICAST next week. And kind of excited to get down there and check out some new things. We'll talk a little bit more about that. I know David has. Have you seen the real RV Wives on Instagram and TikTok? If you're not following the real RV Wives, you got to follow them, right? Somebody beat us to the podcast punch to get them on, but this is Lulu Swindle, and Daryl Gleason's wife, Randy. She, they're they're on this deal together, and um, I'm gonna tell you what it's pretty strong. I'll be honest with you. Today, and one I saw today, they were both backing into campsite side by side, in um, in Waddington. You know, at the same time. You know, both. And I, I'm not talking about backing boats. They're backing up RVs. You know, you know, big fifth wheel trailers into uh, parking spots. So, pretty um, pretty fun little account. You guys got to make sure you follow them. And, of course, we can't forget about the other ducat. you got to make sure you're following him, too. We'll have him on this show sometime. He's threatened to be on, and I'm threatening to be on. So we'll, we'll get him on the show sometime as well. So, Kenneth, you got a comment there? Uh, I'm just looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. So you and me both. We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll go ahead and get Luke on the phone. And uh, talk a little NPFL. Then we'll jump into some um, bass wrap-up. You pickums coming up. There's some hummingbird news and notes. Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries. And not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity so I don't have any late day voltage sags. Plus they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid and they're practically maintenance free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit RelyonBattery.com slash Angler's channel and use our special promo code code Channel for 10% off your purchase. I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So, hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today.
1: With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go. To make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline, unlimited fun, unlimited weekend except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro Access. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly.
2: Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. Future Marine Charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com, like we just talked about excited so to welcome in we I had to ask him what is what his official title was and we're still not really sure right but uh the uh the official <laughs> really live sure. voice of all face right yeah you know the, the the jack of all trades for the MPFL our buddy Luke Duncan brother how you been I know you've been running crazy here lately
1: man I, I have been but I'm doing well uh I'm looking forward to this week I had I've had this one circled on the calendar. You'd think I was fishing it. As excited as I as I've been since the schedule came out that they're they're showcasing Pickwick at really a different time of year, you know, um than w- what we typically see. We see a lot of June summer tournaments. We see sure. some some springtime tournaments, but this July time is a little little different. So I, I'm looking forward to that and, and they're going out of count, Tennessee and I think that's pretty cool too. So been looking forward to this one uh, since the schedule came out in December.
2: Yeah, you know, when I lived in Memphis, we did a lot of tournaments out of that state park up there uh, at the dam and uh, always loved that yeah. end of the lake. And then I moved to Alabama, obviously, and we're going out of Florence now for everything. And everybody kind of meets in the middle, it seems like, down there. Yeah, but there's yeah a-
1: pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it all goes down kind of in the middle of the lake. So it's uh, six one way, half a dozen other Depending on where you're putting in this time of year, and oh, all yeah. kind of goes down in the same area. But, but there's you know, some there's Florence, some they're, good they're fishing an incredible up there. Though. Host, man. Oh yeah. Uh, but Counts is definitely making some moves this year too. We had the open out of Bassmaster Open out of there back in April. It's, it's a great facility.
2: Yeah, yeah, they uh, they've really grown up up there. That's for sure. I haven't been up there in a long time, but they've uh, they they've really grown up a little bit, and so it, it's exciting to see. And of course, always coming to Pickwick. I mean, that's it. That's just a a hell of a fishery, to, to be honest with you. And it's, yes, it you know, is. So it's
1: going to be fun. It, to it's see. been it's been fishing great this year too, man. It's uh, you know a lot of numbers of fish, good quality fish. So I, I think it's going to be a very fun week for those guys.
2: You you fished the open? What back in was it? late or april early may when was that open
1: it it was april yeah last week of april i think the final day was like on the first of may or something but uh yeah i had a had a great first day and then the second day um i I guess i forgot my hooks i'm not real sure what happened but uh it was like 15th the first day and ended up like 60th but uh still out of 225 i was pumped with it but you're still mad right like it's a huge deal but uh, the way those points work in the opens, man, if you if you're not all top tens, like you don't have a chance of doing anything, really. It's yeah. it's uh, it's crazy because the field sizes are so big.
2: Yeah, it's uh it, it's it's a crazy deal. So, all right, so three stops in to the NPFL, three stops in and two winners. That's kind of an odd little deal so far.
1: <laughs> it is <laughs> indeed, man. And I, I tell you, we we. uh and he is the the most interesting fact about that though is he's not leading Aoy. I I,
2: I was going to bring uh, that up. I was going to bring that up. He's he's a leading money winner, obviously, yeah. but he's he's what like six points back. And, and I I would butcher Nick's name if I tried to pronounce it. I'll let you do it for me. Yeah,
1: well, I've ha- I've had to pronounce it a lot this year because we've covered him <laughs> so much. But Nick Kravonizak. So Nick is from Ohio. Uh, I He's won some Costa's. Uh, Nick fished the FLW tour when I did for, I think two of the years that I was out there, but it, it was so interesting. The first day you fall and he was catching, oh, I got a text from Arizona, um, that's like, do not sleep on that guy, man. He's like been fishing against him in the Midwest for years. Like he's, he's the real deal. And he's, uh, he's really shown out so far. He's had, I mean, I guess three top tens is where we're at now. So, right. uh, John finished right outside the top 10 down at Wright-Patman for the second event, but then he won the other two. So I got you. he's right there.
2: I got you. So Sukup obviously wins the first one you follow, then Car- uh, Keith Carson on Wright-Patman, and then Sukup again on Harris-Chain. But he can't, he kind of came from behind at Harris-Chain, didn't he? He,
1: he did. Yeah, he kind of came out of nowhere, honestly. I think he was ninth going into the last day, eighth or ninth. Yeah, and he he had a big day. Everybody else really struggled. Then he, he just really pieced it together that last day. And, uh, and, and for John, that was a weird tournament because I've gotten to know him, you know, a little bit this year and he's an electronics guy. I mean, obviously he's an Oklahoma guy, so he's a shallow water guy as well, but he'd never fished down there at all (laughs) in the least, you know, and he said the fact that he won there surprised him as much as it did anybody, you know, he's never been on the Tennessee river. This is a guy that's never traveled outside of regionally in you know, in professional bass fishing. So that's that's one of the beautiful things about MPSL is it's given some of these guys like that a chance that, you know, he was raising a family. His kids are getting a little older now and he's he's ready to dabble around in it with six tournaments, he can do that. So uh I, I think John could mix it up with just about any of them, I'm gonna be honest. We've we've got several that could, man, and and uh the AOY race after this week, we've we've all been talking, and I talked about it on the podcast this week too is I, I really think this will be the shake up event though, because out sure. of our top five, if you look, most of them are really, really, really great shallow water guys, right, and that's all gonna probably get turned over on its head this week as <laughs> soon as I say that they'll win at shallow twenty pounds a day but uh' cause that's how it goes but but I feel like that will get get shaken up a little bit this week. you know we got some guys that are great with a swim jig and a frog like like uh David Gaston, Keith Carson. Uh, for Vonizak, that's how you call them all three tournaments. And, and, you know, this, this pickwick will be a little challenging for that, in my opinion. Sure. Sure.
2: we got 110 guys that are out there and, you know, a lot of, some of these guys we know, some we've heard of before, but some of these guys, we have no clue who they are. So it's kind of fun to watch those personalities kind of come out on live. How has it been for you and, and Dudley and Fat Cat to kind of learn these guys and get to know them? And, um, I mean, especially doing live like you do it. I mean, surely you've had to put some time learning who these guys are and doing a little background research on them.
1: Oh, it, it is. Uh, you know, when I first took it on, I, I was like, cause I, you know, obviously working for TH and, and doing all my stuff that I've got going on with the podcast and all that. I thought, you know, it's. It's six events, man. Seven with the championship. How how much work could it be? Well, let me just tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I underestimated, you know, how how big of a challenge it would be. Just just because you want to present these guys, you want to give them every opportunity. They're out there paying the entry fees putting everything on the line. You want to give them the utmost respect and, and learn as much as you can about them. And like you said, they were, there were a lot of these guys, other than about, I'll say, 30 or 40, that were unknowns in the bass fishing world. And so, man, I, I do. I put in a lot of time on social media. Uh, but the biggest benefit for us three, and and I know you came down to the UFALA event. Mm. We got to chat down there. The biggest thing is we we broadcast on site at right. the event. So we're at the weigh-ins. We get to talk to everybody. We're at the meetings. Uh, we're, you know, we're hanging out with these guys to, to the best of our abilities, you know, and just trying to get to know everybody and, and three tournaments in, I, it's fair to say I don't, I still don't know all of them, sure. you know, um, because like we're saying, we've covered John Sokup two out of three tournaments. We've covered <laughs> Keith Carson, you know, some of the guys that have been more consistent over the three events, we've certainly, um, got to know a lot better, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's interesting as you, follow them on social media you get to know them more and more and more and they've all got we've got some amazing stories out there man it's it's been uh it's been fun but it it is it's a lot of work Dudley and I at night you know we split up the top 10 list that we're going to cover he takes five I take five we call pick their brains you know try to get as much dirt as we can on what they're going to be doing and then just a you know a general background on them if we don't know them that well and uh, my favorite thing to do is just kind of hang around the waiting as they come across sure. just, you know face to face grab them up and, and uh, you know see what they're thinking so it's it's always funny the guys that are kind of close to the vest about it though I'm like man we're going to have a camera in your boat tomorrow you can at least tell me something sure
2: <laughs> we're going to see it all no matter what we're going to see it tomorrow morning So yeah
1: at 8 o'clock in the morning buddy like all and that's why I always call them out for being liars on live like that's my favorite thing to do I'm like he said <laughs> he's going to be fishing offshore he's <laughs> flipping docks. So what's he doing <laughs> yeah you know, that's my favorite thing to do. How much, I know,
2: you know, I mean, this isn't an Instagram story. It's not a Facebook live deal. This isn't a typical Luke Duncan, you know, traveling circus production here. So, I mean, <laughs> did, did you, did you call Zona? Did you talk to some of those guys prior to say, Hey, what, you know, give me some tips, give me some pointers. What do I need to be doing here? Or you did. just wing it? So.
1: Yeah, I did. So I, I, I talked to Mark more than anybody in the beginning when this opportunity first came about. And, and, uh, I'm very fortunate, you know, that somebody like that will give me the time of day, you know, and he, he really, he's helped me a lot. And, and after the first event, uh, through the event, he was texting me different things. And, and then we talked, uh, you know, the next week and, and, uh, it was great. Of course, Ronnie Moore has been awesome as well. I've talked to Ronnie. Uh, I like to give Ronnie a hard time. Don't we all? Uh, anyway, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody likes to give Ron a hard time. But, yeah, I, I you know, uh, I had had a little bit of experience messing with it with FLW a couple times, doing the BFL All-American with them. So I kind of knew what I was getting into, I guess. But in my role um, with the NPSL, I play more of that Tommy Sanders role as far as Quarterback and like the producer in my ear hey throw us here throw it there <laughs> and that was something I wasn't used to right like hey you know I'm ADD as it is so all day long I got our producer Zach Visser in my ear going Duncan shut up right. take us to commercial you know do yeah. this do that get Dudley to shut up you know grab <laughs> Dudley by the neck and tell him to stop talking we got to get these plugs in so uh, so that that's been a learning curve but you know for me you know we had some technical issues uh, at at you follow, you know, just some connectivity stuff and some sound stuff. And for me, that was very frustrating. And we, we try to be as transparent as we can be over there. And that's one thing I love about my boss is they don't hide from anything. You know, they right. like to talk about it. And that was one thing that Zona really told me. He's like, bro, it's great. Technical issues are going to happen. He said, just remember these four letters. L-I-V-E. It is live. Yeah, it is live. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it is not recorded. It's live. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. It's your first time out of the game. And that really helped me after day one when we had some glitchy stuff, kind of get settled in and, and really have fun after that. And, and you know, we saw that with Bass. I was giving him a hard time. They had some glitchy stuff last week. And I said, hey, remember, it's live. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's live, buddy. But yeah. it's uh, it's been great having guys like him, though, man. It's it's uh, and, and, man, I talked – you know, give you some credit CB (laughs) down at you fall, man. Talking to you after day one, it was awesome. Like just talking to you, talking about like what you thought about it. How, every you know how it looked um because obviously i wasn't getting to watch and and uh, i really appreciated your words down there
2: well you know unfortunately in this role we spent a lot of time watching it and not doing it right so we spent a lot of time watching everybody right. else fish right so we know you know and, and you kind of know what to expect and you've seen enough of it to 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 know what what's going on and so i remember watching it that first day on my drive down i actually had david with me and we're watching it coming down to a Ufala and it's like You know, some of the things that was going on. I said, it's one of two things. And it was. You told me when I got there what was going on and what had happened. And, um, yeah. No, you guys, Uh, you guys cleaned that up. We were talking over
1: the (laughs) anglers. Yeah. Yeah, you
2: guys it got was, that. Yeah, way.
1: we we couldn't hear the anglers, and it was uh, indeed people. Of course, you know Facebook. They're like, these guys are arrogant. <laughs> they don't they don't even care what the guys have to say. This guy's trying to tell me how he's fishing, and Luke Duncan just wants to talk. And I'm like, that's not the case. I don't know he's talking.
2: But don't you don't you love <laughs> but, uh, social media?
1: Yeah, it's my favorite. Oh, I love so, it. You know because it's such a you know everybody's armchair quarterback and everything. You know, but but uh, man, I, I will say the last two events have been really smooth and we have had uh just a lot of fun you know, I had bradley hallman in the studio last mm-hmm. time because double d was up at uh, chickamauga uh doing the bass pro tour thing and so i got to work with hallman and that was a good time and man i think everybody's just kind of coming into their own with it fat cat is like to see him and, and we talked about this this week as a matter of fact with me and one of my bosses but to see him at Ufala, to see him now and sure. his approach on the, on the water stuff, and, and man, because listen, that guy. Of course, everybody thinks Fat Cat's just you know mm-hmm. nonstop joking, but he takes his job, whatever he's into, so serious. But man, he has absolutely just owned that deal, and it's it's so cool to see how he prepares and how how his spots when we throw to him have changed throughout the year. You know, they were great at follow but now it's like dude he is so dialed and he works so hard at it but uh it's it's a lot of fun
2: that's cool that's cool
0: Kenneth we'll take you back to one of the one of the first things you kind of mentioned and uh you you know I I know you've got a lot of history at Pickwick and you and I'm guessing you probably do this to an extent of all these events but do you kind of and I mean as an angler you kind of you kind of get used to you got an event coming up you kind of go through the mental process of okay you know what what should it take to do well? Where should these guys fish? What kind of patterns, you know, are, are going to come out of this tournament and do well? Do you go through that process mentally before the tournament to kind of help you prepare to cover these guys?
1: Oh, oh, for sure. You know, and uh, at follow it's like you're saying, it was almost like an event of my own. You know, I kind of figured, okay, it's this time frame. I've been here several times. This is, this is what we should expect now. The way John ended up winning was totally different than anybody would have ever called, and it was, uh, you know, he, he kind of threw us a sucker punch there. Uh, but I had to, you know, right Patman was one for me. Never, I've never been there, and it's a virtual unknown in the professional bass fishing world for the most part, you know. And um, I had to, man, I had to do some digging on that one because, of course, you go to pre-tournament meetings and guys are like, oh, it's going to take this, it's going to take that, but. I had to really dig in and find some locals, uh, you know, just to kind of give me an idea how the lake even laid out because when you're doing that much coverage, it's it's not a lot different than being out there on the lake. You know, you kind of got to know what this river does and what the, you know what I mean, like what the lake levels usually are and, and right. those kind of things. So, yeah, there's a ton of prep work that goes in. Not not a lot different than, than actually fishing a tournament, but I will say that it is a lot nicer Sitting in the air conditioner and out on the hair chain. <laughs> it's 90 degrees. Come on, a bit less pressure on that it check out for too. a check, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The guaranteed check is way nicer than that. So they're having more fun, I think, at times than I am, but uh the guaranteed check is definitely a plus. <laughs>
2: that's awesome.
0: And the the other thing is um it, you know, and we've we've kind of been really interested in seeing how the NPFL is gonna pan out ever since we we first heard about it. We've been pretty right. excited about it. You I mean, there's a lot of things that we really like about, you know, the way the format and different things. But, you know, one of the biggest things, and they really made a point to point this out, you know, when they started is they wanted to have tournaments throughout the year. Um, mm-hmm. We've already had three tournaments. You talked about how you really think this is going to be a shakeup and, you know, it may really change the point situation as we go on. How important is it that these tournaments are spread out, not only, you know, throughout the country, but the different times of year, uh, you know, with spring, summer, and
1: fall? Well, I, I think it's it's huge. You know, I grew up in a time where Bass started in the fall right. and ended the next summer, you know, with the, with the old top 100 and things. And you would get a Potomac River tournament in August, but then they would be at Clarks Hill in, you know, October or something. And then they would end up – and you got that full – all the seasons. And I think it's really important for the industry in that I, I think, I mean, you guys are, are, in this business. You understand that. I think that tackle sales, I think it helps tackle sales. It, sure. it helps teach fishermen so many new techniques that they might not see in just a March to July timeframe, you know, tournament schedule that we see so much now. Um, so I, I loved that when they, they first, you know, announced that idea you know, we're not going to go too deep into the fall, right? Like we've got, we've got one. Our next one's in August, but it's it's up north. It's on Lake Winnebago, and then we end up uh, last week of September, first week of October, out at Grand Lake. So still going to be kind of hot. You know, that Indian summer <laughs> kind of thing will be going on at Grand, but then our championship will be in November. But uh, I loved having that spaced out. And, and like this week, guys, for me everybody runs and goes up north in the summer that's the thing to do now uh and has been for several years now on all the pro tours and i get it like you're gonna go up there you're gonna catch a pile smallmouth and it's awesome but i love that these guys decided to go to pickwick in july like i do i i know that it's hot and i know the water temperature's super warm and fish care you know these guys got to take care of the fish but it's uh i just like that they decided to do that i think it's i think it's just a different look than what we're used to
2: luke is this going to be a three fish derby or a five fish tournament
1: it's going to be a five fish tournament
2: okay all right
1: Yep, five fish tournament i will tell you you know one thing they did change for this event that is is unique um and some guys were upset about it. Some guys were really happy about it. You know, on the TVA, we have this, this situation. You guys know it well, that, that afternoon bite is great. Yep. So they start generating more water. It, it gets really good. Well, we are actually, these guys are going to launch at 8 a.m. First flight due at 4 p.m. Oh, wow. The last flight will be due at 6 p.m. So the hope with that is, you know, they catch a little bit of that bite. The weigh-ins will start at 4.30, run to 6.30. Our coverage will start at 9, go to 3. So everything's going to be bumped back a little bit. And they had several reasons for doing that. But for me, I I like that they're taking a chance on that. It's a little different. Obviously, it's a hot time of year. And then some of the shallow guys were upset, and I get that. But at the same time, the tournament director, uh, Brad Fuller, one of the owners, he said, look, if we blast it off at 5.30 in the morning, you know, that's super super early you're never going to have a big tournament really that early he said i would i would prefer to go at six thirty, and that's just for means of production and everything sure. else right because right. production normally follows within about an hour of when they blast off so you know you have to think about that and he's like guys i could take you guys off at 5 25 30 and we could try to beat you know locals out or what whatever you're thinking is the problem here he said or i could give you time to fish in the afternoon after they get off the water potentially so uh it's an interesting strategy. It, we'll see how it pans out. But I, I think that, you know, from my experience on Pickwick, I think that move alone will increase the field weight by 20 to 30%. Yeah. I, in my opinion. Sure. I think it'll help. You
2: just make sure you send Fat Cat out with like two cases of water and one of them big beach <laughs> umbrellas, right? Keep the man hydrated.
1: I so. can't. So I cannot say on your fine podcast here what he said to me. You can. You can say, I, I got, got a beat button. <laughs> I got a beat button. It's I okay. We, it. we can,
3: we're we pre-recording.
1: So <laughs> He was not a happy camper at first when that news came around. And and uh, there were several expletives hurled my way because I, would, I was like, dude, it's going to be great. And here's why. And it's the Tennessee River. And we catch him in the afternoons. And he was just like, hey. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You're in the air conditioning. Was, that was basically the summary of it whenever he found out the news. And I said, listen, at 8 a.m. in Tennessee, on the Tennessee River in July, it's going to be – just about as hot as it is at six. Yep. let's be honest. Like oh, yeah. it, it's you're, you're sweating the second you walk out of the hotel room in the morning. So, uh, yeah, he had he had several choice things to say to me about that because he felt like I had some influence over that decision. <laughs> <laughs> I love it to watch him sweat. I love it. You know, talking about you know
2: these guys and, and the different walks of life they came from. I mean, we you know talk about Sukup up one and two of these, and you're going to Grand. You know, for the for the last term of the year, you I mean. This guy could potentially have a house full of these trophies. He might have built a bigger house for these trophies <laughs> by the end of this year. So,
1: It, it is definitely a possibility. And, and look, man, I don't think enough credit has been given to Keith Carson in this either, three events in. I mean, yeah, John went and took one from him on his home lake, but – I don't think we've seen the, the last of that guy either. I well, mean, he's special, man. Well, he, He's he's a freak.
2: He is. And Carson messed up when he didn't bring John Cox's old boat to the Classic. That's where Carson messed up. He should have just kept that boat for, for the rest of his life, and he'd been fine. But, yeah, no, he, he's He'll, a good one. You guys have got some, some hammers over there that I really don't think have shown out just quite yet. Um, but talk a little bit about the level of competition because it's better I think than, than, than most folks realized it would be.
1: It, it's a lot better and and you know something that have really hit me this week as I was doing some doing some research and, and thinking about these last three tournaments is the overall cut uh, check weight. So 36 place check weight for the three events man it has been so much more than I ever thought it would be because we don't have that third day cut all anglers fish every single day right so these lakes by that third day everybody's pretty dialed in on well this is going on here and there and and what have you so these fish are getting beat up by that third day and man it has not dropped at all whatever the pace is has been pretty much set on day one at all three events has carried all the way through. And and that has, that's just a testament to how good they're catching them and, and how good the anglers are, man. Like I, I think we've got a lot of good, dude. They, they work hard. They want it. That's, that's the biggest thing I can say about our group. From getting to know the, the several that I have is, dude, they just, they want it. And it's almost like a, like they do have a chip on their shoulder a little bit, because let's be honest, guys, like I was critical of this league when it came out, sure. when the first announcement came out. Like, my bosses will tell you, I wouldn't even have them on the podcast. I'm like, nah get out of here. Right. I got a tournament trail, too. You got a tournament trail, I got a tournament trail. That's sure. cute. You know, two two years ago or whatever, when the announcement came out, and as it got closer and I got to know the guys, I really you know came to appreciate the idea they had, but The anglers have that they they're hungry, man. They they want it. They've never had this level of exposure. They've never had this opportunity to fish for this kind of money. And a lot of them ever traveled, you know, around nationally and they've always wanted to. So this is their opportunity, man, and they get up on the weigh-in stage and they sound just like everybody else. And you know, they they do their thing on social media, and they're freaking catching them. So, it's it's been it's been a pleasure to be a part of it. I know that.
2: You know, you know, looking back at the first event you follow and then I mean, it, it, he really hadn't slacked off at all. Um, I know he, you know, just had a wife, and he and his wife had a baby, I think, during the last event at Harris Chain. But Hunter Bowman, I mean, come on. That dude, what what a better stage for him to get some exposure here.
1: Dude, that guy is, uh, first of all, just a remarkable human being, just just with his entire outlook on life, but sure. is an absolute fish catcher. And that story of Harris Chain, him flying home <laughs> in the middle of the event, uh, big Al McCullough rushing him to the airport, gets a call. His wife's going into labor, first baby. They get him there, has the baby. Flying back on a little puddle jumper from Arkansas back to Harris, and he goes back out on day three, catches some fish just for the points. Man, it was insane, man. He, uh, he, he and I think he's got his wife and baby with him at, uh, at Pickwick. I saw him post on Instagram this week, so I'm looking forward to meeting them. But he's, he's a great young man and a, and a great angler that, that I feel, you know, he'll make the championship field by the time the, the year's over. He's, he's a consistent dude, man. He's, he's really, uh, been a pleasure to cover we've had him on live several times this year because he seems like he's just always around it you know sure
2: yeah and you've got i mean i I, you know not to name any other names like landon tucker and a couple others that 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 kind of just stand out to me you know kids that you know heck landon we've seen grow up you know through his dad and others you know over the years and now they're out here fishing in a a professional type you know league and it's i mean it's 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 just really cool to watch i'm i'm really impressed by A lot of the competition, you know, a good friend of mine, Mark Pizer with Trickstep, you know, with you guys and a number of others that, yeah, um, Mark's a great guy. Yeah. And a number of those guys that are are, are really doing well up there. And it's, uh, you know, a lot of of fun to see. Kenneth, you had another question? Yeah. You know, you were talking about the cut
0: weight being so high and, you know, also the fact that Sukup was able to come back like he did in that one tournament. I I think a lot of that is the fact that you guys are on lakes where big bags are possible at any time. And Pickwick, Mm -hmm. Is, falls right in that as well. I mean, there's some guys that could be kind of behind a little bit on that third day. Pickwick is capable of, of giving up a really big bag any day. And these guys got to keep their head in it because you're, you're not going to be out of it. You just got to stay close.
1: Absolutely. And and I think that the scary thing about Pickwick, if you're a guy that's leading and you got a guy hanging around within a few pounds in seventh or eighth, <laughs> you know, tenth place, what have you, is you've got the grass. You've got current fish, and then you've got the ledge fish, the deep stuff going on. I mean, any any of those patterns can produce a big bag at any point during the year. You you know it like I do. And so, really, you're right. Nobody's going to be out of it going into that final day. And, and look, this is something that will be – I mean, you'll hear me say it way too many times on the live feed, but I do feel like one of the – huge factors this week in deciding who will win the tournament will be local pressure on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Whether that be local Tennessee River Anglers out, you know, fishing on Saturday like they're entitled to do and and they do frequently. We all love Pickwick Lake. And then that recreational crowd (laughs) on that lower end of Pickwick. You know, I mean it gets it gets dicey down there, man. So I, I think that uh you know it's it's a good place to hang out and party on a saturday in july but i don't know if you want to be around yellow creek trying to you know throw a drop shot or not yeah.
2: if you're fishing the waterfall on friday you don't want to be
1: there on saturday do you it, exactly right you want to be as far from there as you can get yeah i, I think that uh, that's going to be a major factor though i, I really do it you know uh it's just it gets it gets busy. It gets really busy, and you know those big cruisers can affect your runs. They can beat fish up. I mean, there's just so many different different scenarios that can be caused by just local uh, boat traffic sure. on Saturday, and and then you throw a hundred of our guys out there too. It's it's just you know it's not going to be over until it's over. I would I would say. No, I agree. There's
0: always a chance of a real big fish. We've seen the last couple of years. Pickwick has given up several nine plus pounders. And, and mm-hmm. you know, in going with that theme, I, you know, I've referred to Pickwick as Pigwick for the last several years. So if, if you yeah. want to refer to it as Pigwick, go
2: go right ahead. I, I feel it. Are, you, are you giving I feel him permission like to use your, use your slang term there? Is that what I'm saying? I, I, just, I, did. Pigwick. I just did. Pigwick, baby. I like that. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. I like that. L- leave it to Kenneth. I like it. David, what you got? I'll give Kenneth a shout out. There you go. There, <laughs> you go. there you go. All
3: right, Luke. So what? You've got, what, nine tournament days uh, uh, doing color commentary. What what does Luke Duncan's day look like come this Thursday or for the next for three days? How do you, like, well, what's your preparation? What's your day like, your schedule?
1: So, we, I'll get into town. I, I've been kind of back and forth this week because they're close. I normally don't get in until Wednesdays, you know, day before. But I go to the, uh, we, we have a production meeting on Wednesdays. We do uh you know, a check on all of our comms and, and video check and things, run through some things, run through the run of show on Wednesday usually. We do the same thing again on Thursday morning in case something changes because storylines it, it there are more changes on days two and three, obviously, because the storylines changing and different things happening out there on the water. But uh, but Normally, my day starts. We we go live, you know, usually at eight a.m. But this week we're going to go live at nine. I'll we'll be in studio by eight. We do uh, so. Our, our entire production company is out of Wisconsin, so we actually the the feed goes from where we are to them to the world. So there's a little bit of a delay there. But we actually so I have my producer up there in my ear, Dudley and I, and and we're working with him. He's working with the camera guys. It's a it's a uh, the rodeo <laughs> to listen to all day, to say the least. it, it is something else. But uh, but you know my my preparation is just making sure I've got is is I'll, I'm a note taker. I'm a writer. If you watch LBL at all, you always see a notebook. I I am a uh, I'm old school in that. I like to write. So sure. I sit in the hotel at night and I, I write a lot of notes. Now it's if you ever got a hold of one of the notebooks it looks like the ramblings of a madman because it is <laughs> indeed that um, you know only i could make heads or tails but but that may have anything from the angler's ages to their family members names to things that jump out at me you know that i might be able to throw out in the feed uh, that people might find interesting so uh that's but but that takes a long time it's actually you know our days in these these events it's it's something that you know, I, I think that I I never expected maybe, but you know we go we go really hard from the time we get up in the mornings. Um, we we run the production schedule is I think we go seven hours something like that, and then once we wrap, we have a post production meeting call with everybody, make sure everything's good, and then we immediately leave that go to the weigh-in. So, because I like I like being there and and mixing it up with guys. Um, you know, seeing how the story is going to shake out, hearing what they say on stage, of course. But we're there, uh, Dudley and I. In fact, we go to every single way, and so we're there. That runs for a couple hours, and then and then normally we're either if we we we've got more information to chase down. We we do that uh, through phone calls, texts, what have you, and then uh, there's always some kind of dinner or something. I feel like <laughs> we go to whether with sponsors or, or uh, you know, with some of the ownership or, or whatever. We it's it's early mornings and late nights, though, to say the least. But man, I'm I, I run hard, and I and I honestly like. I, Ken mentioned earlier like prepping for tournaments it's very much like that but I am as exhausted when I come home from these as if I, as if I was out there on the water like I am wiped out sure. when I get home from these events most of the time and, and I think a lot of that is because you're mentally like I said I'm, I'm producer in the ear all day like you you've got to be zoned in right mm-hmm. you can't have a lapse in anything because you don't want to you know, you really don't want to talk over an angler or you don't want to miss, you know, we have commercial breaks that, you know, spot that we have to get to. We have different things we drop in, you know, whether it be the leaderboard or, you know, and all that stuff's flying at you all day long. And then we're getting comms in from Fat Cat, that he's caught up with such and such. <laughs> and that's going to come up in six minutes and be paying attention. Luke, don't talk over it. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's like that. So you have to be so focused uh, all day long that, uh, man, when I get home, I'm I'm ready to just kind of, sit in the dark i'll be honest
2: sure sure mentally drained it's it's a lot going on at one time i can imagine so i can imagine so what's your what's your three-day winning weight for for this week's event what's the what's luke duncan's pick here
1: i i think that it's going to be a little shy 20 pounds a day once once all the dust settles because of boat traffic and the fact that it is july you know these fish have been beat up on that are out deep the the you know, infamous pigwick uh ledge fish have been beat on a little bit. So I, I'm gonna say fifty nine pounds for three days. Okay. I, I think we'll see a twenty two to twenty four pound bag. If we see one above that, I won't be I won't say I'll be surprised because obviously as we've talked about, we know they live there, but haven't been a lot of those this summer. Even in the May June time frame. We haven't seen those giant 26 to 28 pound bags that we see on Pickwick a lot. There's a ton of great quality in the lake, but you're not seeing a lot of seven and eight pounders. It's 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 been an interesting summer so far. So um, some some friends of mine that guide, you know, they're they're out there every day and they haven't seen many fish over six pounds out off the ledges and things this summer or in the grass. So um, I think that could be that could be uh, a wild card. The guy catches obviously gets some of those bigger ones to bite some of those schools. Um, but yeah, I say I say just shy of sixty pounds. Okay,
2: all right. That was uh, that was my guess on our our weekly you pick'em page as well this week. So I I, I think you're right. Somebody'll have a big first day, but day two and three I think they're going to be, be you know trying to maintain that lead and probably won't have quite as much as day one. So.
1: Yep, I think twenty two plus on day one to lead, and then like you said, they they're going to have to pad it a little bit for right. two days and and to get there. And I, I may, you know, could be wrong, could be wrong. And I, you know, uh, I think check weight too. I know you didn't ask that, but this nope. has been asked this week. I've I've had a lot of guys asking me this. Uh, I think in that thirteen pound a day range,
2: okay,
0: for
1: thirty six, we'll see. That might that might be pushing it for this time of year. But man, they they sound like they're biting down there. Sure.
2: All right. Last question. I know you've got the championship. Obviously, you mentioned November. How many guys will qualify for the championship out of out of the hundred and ten? that are fishing right now.
1: Twenty five.
2: Okay. All right. Any idea yet where that's gonna go? Just between us girls?
1: <laughs> no, nope. Uh there I, I man, I almost messed up. Uh so that is one thing they've kind of prided themselves on is 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 that being a, a secret to the anglers for the better part of the season. And and uh I can tell you it's gonna be interesting. And I can tell you it's going to be in November, but other than that, I'll get fired. <laughs> interesting in November. I like November.
2: it. So. I like it. I, I'm, I'm good November. with
1: that. So I like it.
2: Well, brother, thanks. I, mean, I
1: think it's fair to say it's not going to be on the St. Lawrence River in November. No, I'll probably not.
2: Probably not. But uh, yeah, interesting though. I'll take it. Well, I, I'm looking forward to that for sure. So well, we'll do a bunch of your time tonight. Thanks so much for it and uh, being a part of the show. Good luck this week. We'll be watching. We'll be tuning in, checking out uh, NPFL. You can find it all what on the on the website, tnpfl.com. Yeah, so
1: Yep, TNPFL.com is also on the National Professional Fishing League's YouTube channel and Facebook page.
2: Yeah, I can't type all that out. So tnpfl, I'll, I'll go with that. So. It's
1: a lot. No, it's a it's a lot. It's a really long Facebook handle. I will. Yeah. I give them heck over that all the time.
2: I can barely spell my name, much less all those words. So we'll <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll 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 stick with tnpfl, dude. Thanks so much. Um, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Hey boys.
1: All right. Good talking to y'all. Thanks See y'all. you, buddy. Thanks. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, guys, there he is, Luke Duncan. <clears throat> um, dare I say the mouth of the South, but Luke Duncan here to uh, give us a, some details on
3: that. God, I wish he'd met. He was that close, David, that close to giving us the location. That close. I did have the same question in my mind, but I, I held off and you, you went ahead <laughs> of that. You almost got him. You almost had him. Well, he
2: Well, he mentioned November earlier in the, in the interview, and I'm thinking, okay, well, he's, he, he's going to dish that out, so what else can we get out of him? So we'll uh, – <laughs> We'll go with that. So, that was our buddy Luke Duncan, color commentator for the NPFL, TNPFL. Of course, you can find him on Low Budget Live every every Monday morning. And, of course, TH Marine. And God knows, he's got, like I said, he's got more bosses and more things going on than anybody can really imagine. So, take a quick little break. We come back, do some you-pick'ems, do some news and notes. And then, uh, what you got oh, out right here, right here.
0: I feel like Isochill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off and I don't feel like I get that same fatigue and a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort. Isochill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer.
1: Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop,
2: convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates
1: can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse.
2: Shop one of over 60 locations.
1: Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every
2: time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every
0: once in a while, I've been known to tie one on.
2: Come on, man, join the Stray King
1: team. All you gotta do, tie one on. (laughs) I think I always tie one on.
2: Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for the Sportsman's Warehouse Bass Wrap-Up. Brought to you by our friends at Under Armour, makers of ISO Chill. It's that time of year. Stay cool with ISO Chill. Stay on the water longer. Then boys fishing PNFL better have some ISO chill on. If you're wearing it up on St. Lawrence River, you're gonna freeze. But if you're wearing it on Pickwick, you're gonna be all right. There I can. So you better have it. Of Enjoy you can, your day. Yeah, that's right. You can find all that uafish.com or at your local Sportsman's warehouse and online at sportsmans.com. All right. So we're gonna take it back, throw it back a couple weeks to the first um, July first. The Sealy Big and the reason I'm doing this, David ain't got the results right because I, you know, it's he's been busy. His wife had a gallbladder removed. He's got you know kids and <laughs> life and things and yeah. So we're gonna move on. Uh, Sealy Big Bash Blast the Thursday. What do they call that thing? It's like a Thursday
1: four hour derby jackpot series. Jackpot
2: series. <laughs> um, Tommy W., that's all I can tell you. Tommy W. with an 8.14 to win that uh, jackpot series, as David calls it, 8.14. The U-Pick'em winner, George Deemer with 8.10, grabbed a point there. And the internal Angler's Channel winner is none other than, where's my button? Oh, hang on. There it is, right there. Our buddy, David Jong thing is sexy. Really? Sexy. 795. Wow. You guessed it, bud. You guessed don't it. So.
1: Stand down.
2: I know he acts surprised. Like, what? I, really? I can't I got remember what I it.
1: Oh my God. No, I, got I, I don't
2: remember what I guessed. It's so long ago, seems like I don't I don't want to spoil this for you, bud, but I yeah, that's probably the highlight of your night right there. Sorry. All right. Love you, but that's about as good as we can get. All right. Outlaw outdoors. Wow. You do have the outlaw yeah. outdoors. Off the I know, right? Well, you know, you got to uh, sometimes.
3: So uh, Allo outdoors, you got that one. Sure, it's uh, the first actually on July fourth on Sam Rayburn, of course, and with nineteen sixty eight, the team of Gregory Crawford and Matt McLean, McLean three um, fish nineteen
2: sixty eight, three fish nineteen sixty eight. That's a, that's a good bag. Uh, Brandon Black grabs the uh, grabs the the point with a nineteen fifty seven. Remember that name because uh, you'll you'll hear from him again. I grabbed that point.
0: Stand down
2: with a seventeen ninety nine is what I grabbed. So one for you, one for me. Uh, all right, Heartland Anglers Division Twenty One on uh, Normandy, I believe that's what it was. Uh, team of Whelan and Woods seventeen fifty eight. Uh, our buddy Jay Holcomb had seventeen fifty five for the point there, and Michelle grabbed a point with sixteen ten. So she's starting to slip just a hair. I don't want to give too much more away, Kenneth, but that's her bright spot for the night as well. So. What a dumb bass. But we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. All right, media bass. Um, uh, they were I don't even I didn't even write the lake down. is how bad it was. Mosley and White had 1861 for the win there. Bob Taylor grabbed the U-Pick'em weight with an 1856 uh, for a point there, and I come out ahead this week with an 18 even to uh to grab that point. So two for me, one for David, one for Michelle. And if you're wondering where Kenneth is, you gotta play to participate. You gotta play to win there, buddy. Sorry. That's just a part of it. I
0: played I played the second week though. You so did, I, I got a you, chance.
2: You did play the second week and it and it, it may actually help you a little bit. So we'll go ahead and jump into the second week. Surely you got the elite one, David. You got Champlain somewhere around
3: sure. There. Yeah, so. sure I do have that one. But what did I do with it? Um, Brian Brian Schmidt won it. If you guys, there we know. go. Okay, yeah, Brian I he got 70, 78, eight five. I think he took. What was he? He led day three and day four. I forgot he only day two. But he led two of the days though, he did. He, he did. Uh, he he narrowly edged out a, a charging Keith Combs
2: up like north by eight ounces again. Right. Yeah. Eight ounces. So Combs is quickly becoming a player both north and south. So Teddy Helton grabbed the grabbed the point in the U pickem with a 78-3. And all of us dumbasses, we guessed too much over. We were over on all that. So what a dumb bass. So I was close, You though. You know, like my daddy says, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and this is neither one of them. So all right, Coosa River Team Trail, Neely Henry. Brown and Diggs, not me, no relation. Brown and Diggs, 1750 for the win there. And remember I talked about Brandon Black a few minutes ago from week one. told you remember his name. Brandon takes the overall lead with a 1734 and gives him two points uh, currently in the month of July. With a 1734, grabs a point there. And our old buddy KG. never get- KG grabs a point there with uh, 1676 in that one. So, congratulations to you there, KG. JC needs to get back on the piano. Well, it's right here on the the soundboard right now. So, NBAA on Cross Lake. Um, Keith, I don't have your last name, Keith, but I I reached out to you via email uh, really quick and said, hey, can I get the results? And you're like, yeah, and you sent it to me like that. That's the guy I like right there, Keith. You're my new my new friend. Craig and Luttervan, 1658 for the win on Cross Lake in Louisiana. Matthew Shepard grabbed the point with the 1652. And uh, well, I had 1646 for the point there. So thing is sexy. I'll, sexy. I'll take it. Um ABA on Thousand Islands, no clue. If you fish the ABA on Thousand Islands and you got results for it, send them to me. I'd love to hear more about it because they ain't put them up yet. I know it only happened a couple days ago, yep. so it's they'll get them to them one one day this month, I'm sure. So, uh, Mister Bass of Arkansas, Arkansas River, Mister Eric Ag, and a big shout out. Stand down, sorry, wrong Button. Big shout out to those guys, right? They actually posted a picture of the winner with the weight. In the picture, so congratulations, guys. That's great. I didn't, I didn't have to watch the live video to see. Uh, so you won at seventeen. Not picking on you, but I am seventeen and thirty-two for Eric Ag on the win there. Brian Pritchett with the seventeen seventeen for the you pick and point. and uh, and KG. Thing is sexy, sexy seventeen oh one for the point there. So, and then the last one was the Joe Bass Team Trail of uh, Mark Twain postponed due to tornadoes last weekend over in that area of the world so that was be being rescheduled one. huh that would be a good reason to postpone one. it would so that one's being rescheduled so uh they are working on that let me go back to where i have that there it is let's see turn that back on so if you are well come on now if you're scoring at home Currently your leader in the clubhouse, Brandon Black, with two points for the month, George Deemer, Jay Holcomb, Bob Taylor, Teddy Helton, Brian Pritchett, and Matthew Shepard, all one point apiece. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm leading the AC picks with three. Kenneth's got two, and David and Michelle running out the bottom half with one apiece. So I hate it for you guys, but I'll take it. But, Kenneth, I mean, I'm I'm just glad you're back and playing, brother. I it's a race, say. so it's it is a race. A, I'm going to get in, I'm going to get my picks in this week. It, it is a race. If you don't have defense. your picks in, you can do that by midnight tonight, July the 14th. Go to anglerschannel.com. Click on the contest page. It'll go to the you pickems. So you just enter your name, your email. I won't spam you. Fill in what you think is going to win. Make sure you watch pounds and ounces or pounds and hundreds. Fill in what you think is going to win. We've got. Uh, let me pull it up. We've got some pretty good events coming up here this week. Uh, David, do you have those pulled up by chance?
3: Uh, right. Let's go back. And give me just a second. I bet she'll pull up. Yep. Okay. Got, it. got
2: Read through those real quick, why? Since you ain't doing nothing.
3: Sure. So uh, the first event that we've got up for this week is the Bassmaster Elite Series fishing their final event of the season on the Saint Lawrence River. Four-day winning wait. Pounds and ounces, covering the July fifteenth to the eighteenth. Event number two will be uh, like our guest from today, Luke Duncan, the TNPFL. They're fishing on Pickwick, three-day winning weight uh, pounds and ounces as well. I think everything is almost pounds and ounces except for the last event. So yeah. um, next one up is the Toyota Series, Champlain three-day event, pounds and ounces. Uh, next one is a BFL, my neck of the woods on the Mississippi River, out of Lacrosse. Again, pounds and ounces for one day. And then the last one is the Pride of the South, the POTS. pots. Mobile Delta event. <laughs> On July 17th, that one is in uh, pounds and hundreds. Pounds a and hundreds for POTS. So, mm-hmm. yep.
2: Should be a good one. So, you get those in. You've got till midnight tonight. And I still haven't picked a prize to give away. You know, we've done coastal sunglasses. We've done backpacks. We've done... Uh, Hydro Wave. I haven't picked a prize yet because we're going to iCast next week, guys. And you know there's going to be something pretty badass from iCast that we're going to steal. Right? We're going to take it and we're going to give it away. I don't know. David may find some crazy cool Japanese bait. We may find. I don't know what we're going to find, but we'll find something and uh, that we will take and that um, we're not liable if you get caught with it after the fact. But we'll find something and we'll we'll give it away at the end of the month. So you still want to play? I know we've got a bunch of folks that have already chimed in uh, for this week, so make sure you guys are you you're signed up. Make sure you're playing anglerchannel.com. Uh, Click on contest. You got till midnight tonight, July the 14th, to get your picks in. Don't be like Kenneth. Don't miss a week, right? Because you could come down to a single point, and you could and you and you, you could have had it in the in your in the grasp, you know, Kenneth. This this could have been yours, but no, we it, didn't play. It's, it's going to be again. Okay. don't worry. Well, okay. It will be again. All right, one day. One day. So, of course, you guys can always give us some feedback via the X Zone hotline two five six five three five three two one seven. Find out why. Uh, check them out online xzonelures.com. dot com. Find out why Brandon pollnick Carl Jacobson and more rely on X Zone. X Zone, not Exxon. Exxon's gas, oil. Yeah. X zone <laughs> rely on X zone uh, day in and day out to uh, keep them in the hunt. All right, so a little um, news and notes brought to you by our friends Hummingbird Electronics, Minn Kota Trolling Motors, Talon and Raptor shallow water anchors, and of course Mega Live. Cannot wait to see Mega Live. <laughs> Got to, that? We might have to steal a Mega Live, not for the giveaway, but for me at ICAST. We'll have to figure out how to do that, right? So, figure out how that goes. Um, did you sell the lie that was on your boat with your boat, or did you keep it? Uh, it's going with the boat, okay. All right, you let it rigged out. I got you good for you. we to do that. All right, um, tournament news Bass Champs Championship going to OH Ivy in early October. What do you think, David? You kind of your eyes kind of perked up
3: on that one. What do you think, OH Ivy? What it's pretty it's it's been on fire all year. I believe it made the top 10 list for the Bassmaster 100 Lakes of the nation. Um, hopefully it still holds up coming October, but yeah, I mean, it should be pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah, could be really good. So excited to see how uh, how that goes for those guys. That's going to be fun. Um, here's a little a little source of contention contention for most folks right now. John Cox DQ'd from the Saint Lawrence River. Agree or disagree, Kenneth? Go.
0: You know, I really hadn't looked into this, but I mean, I, I obviously. I mean, he was on a body of water that he shouldn't have been. Uh, but uh, I mean, when you're fishing both tours, it's kind of that's on him, right? Uh, if he didn't know that, that's his fault. Sure, sure. So you know, he has. To, he's in the situation he's in, doing what he's doing. He just kind of has to pick and choose what he's going to do. I mean, he's he's had scheduling potential scheduling conflicts along the way. Uh, you know, last year and this year both. And you know, he's got to he's got to get through those landmines on his own.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I give Bass credit for upholding their deal. Uh, you know, he was within that 28-day, you know, off-limits period, and um, kudos to those guys. Yes, he is big in the sport. Yes, he's a superstar, but I have a feeling if that had been Van Damme or Polanek or Swindle or anybody else, I'd done the same thing. So
0: Nobody can be bigger than the rules.
2: No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, and we see it every day. Rules get broken, people bend the rules, and um, you know, a lot, you know, internal organizations now they can't do that, right? You gotta you gotta stick with it. That's how you keep your integrity up and your character level. So go ahead, David.
3: Well, I was gonna say, so right now he's sitting in 29th place for AOY with 487 points. And the classic cut line is what Brian Schmidt is sitting with 460. Do you exactly. guys think he's got enough to barely squeak in for the classic next year? No, he's out. I mean he
2: he won't he won't score a single point
3: And oh, So he's yeah, he's course. that's his final tally for the rest that's of the it. year. Yeah. So do you think he'll have enough? No, yeah,
2: no. He'll be he'll be out and um, you know, his best is he fishing the opens by chance? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So the best best thing he could do is try to get in the northern opens, which haven't started yet and try to – I don't know they started yet. Get up there into those and see if he can not do it. But, I mean, you're right. It's going to come down to scheduling and looking at, you know, throughout the year. It's got to be an evolving deal, I would think. That calendar has to be evolving on where you're going to go, what you're going to do based off your points. Now, he's got points to go to the, to the Red Crest right now. But, uh, obviously, not to go to the championship for the pro circuit. But he's got points to go to the, to the Red Crest. So, um, it's going to be hard to make both. Um you know whether you whether you've got all the tournament in or not. I'd love to see him do it, but you know it's you've got to, it's. I know he's I know he's thinking about it and, and how, how he can do it better next year because he's still talking about fishing all three next year as well. So I I don't know. I mean, more power to him. But um, we'll we'll talk about him. We'll cover him. But let me know your thoughts and opinion on this as well as well as I, I know we've had some folks chiming on the flogger deal, and Lee Livesey finally did your did you a favor there with the logos on the flogger. Kenneth, it, so. it was so
0: obvious to me. I can't believe none of the uh, BPT guys. Did I'm
2: going to reserve my my comments I, on that. I so. guess maybe I explained <laughs> that with what I just said.
3: Yeah, I'm going I'm to reserve my comments, David. I'll just go back to what uh, John Cox. Sorry about jumping back here. But no. At least the, what the rumor was is that what next weekish is when Bass will have their 2022 schedule. So at least logistically, it'll. Let him figure things out a lot better versus this year, where it was like well, everything got pushed.
2: Is has, has BPT put their schedule out yet? No,
3: not yet. No, but
2: it, you, know, you know, you know, historically, you know, the pro circuit comes out around the same time frame, and I have heard the same about uh about the classic or not the classic, but the elite series schedule coming out next week prior to ICAST. I know the big bass tour schedule that was coming out next week, has no bearing on John Cox, but. I heard today the Big Bass Tour schedule will be out next week ahead of ICAST, so be on to look out for that at BigBassTour.com. We'll We talking about that a little more as well. But, um, yeah, so that could be – got to start planning ahead. But, again, I think it's a revolving door, Kenneth, as, as you're looking at points throughout the season as to where you're at, how you're doing, and what you can qualify for and what you can. I think at some point throughout the year you may have to give up on a tour to focus on qualifying for a class or qualifying for a redcrest. So,
0: Right. And he he may, you know, he may go in with the uh, you know, the kind of the, the idea of just fish the next tournament. And then worry about what that might affect afterwards. Sure. So sure. He he may have not been too worried about it, and he just wanted to fish the next tournament.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it hundred percent. So, um, it'll be good. Fox uh, ups the ante on bass, bringing in three. Opens events this year for television, so that's that's kind of cool to see. See Fox stepping up and wanting to do more, you know, Bassmaster TV. That's really cool.
0: Hey, before we get off, John Cox, let me let me say this because I, I don't want us to, I don't want anyone to think we're kind of coming off the wrong way. This isn't anything against John Cox. No, this, I don't. I mean, he didn't do anything malicious. He didn't do any. He's not trying to, you know, purposely break the rules or anything. Nope. He, he, he's got. He's got options to fish tournaments. He chose to fish a tournament. I'm sure he knew very well when he did it. You know this what it was going to do to him. This is in no means saying you know John Cox is a cheater or anything like that. It's just it's just the way it falls out because he's fishing both tours.
2: Yeah, words never came out of my mouth. I agree. It's it's it had nothing to do with that whatsoever. It's uh it's strictly just you know talking about you know what happened and, and how it all fell the way it fell. And I mean it ain't his fault that everybody wants to go to Saint Lawrence River in in July. Right or in June, everybody wants to go up north to finish out their season. So it's certainly not and his. So do fault. I. So I, you, me, both. We all need to go <laughs> at some point, right? So uh, talk about Fox. You know, up in Annie doing the doing the opens next uh, or three opens this year. That's going to be cool. good. Uh, that's obviously been a big hit for those guys. Um, so excited for that! ICAST week coming up next week. We'll have a, a number of updates from the show floor, brought to you by Under Armour and U.A. Fish. So be on the lookouts for uh, for that throughout the week next week. But David, I know we're still a week ahead, but uh, and you're going to be going with us next week. But what are you looking to see uh, at ICAST next week? You know, three years ago it was a bucket war. Two years ago it was the Troller motor war. What are you looking to see come out of ICAST this year?
3: Well, let's see what I don't know. Since he's mentioned trolling motors, I'm not sure if the power pole version is going to be out there or not, or if they're going to hold off on that. But if it doesn't, I guess there'll be the last one on the party there. But besides that, I, w- I definitely am interested to see if uh, we know Mega Live came out. But I'm really, you know, not saying, not saying that, that, that that all tricks is bad. But it's, now it's up, you know, like three four years old. I'm. Interested to see if there's something along that front from Mincota, just something update. Not that nothing needs to be updated, but um, you know, like you know, technology stands four or five years old, so I'm, I have a gut feeling that there's gonna be something uh, Mincota related for the trolling motor side or something like that.
2: Well, you got to give credit to Brian Thrift for finally making the jump to an <laughs> Ultrex, right? So, thrifty. Welcome to the party, bud. Glad to have you with us. I mean, he finally made the move from a four treks to an old treks. And um, I mean, I know he's got to see the benefits. from it. You know, if you follow him on social, he and Matt Airey had a deal, uh, a contest through uh, through one of their podcasts or one of their Facebook shows um, where they did a fishing trip for a couple of guys on Norman, I believe, and we're um, a little like there. And thrift was actually had one foot on his boat, one foot on Aries boat, you know, fishing offshore so it could stay in one spot long enough. Right. So I think that may have been the time to say, Hey, I probably need an old now. So let's go ahead and get one put on. So congratulations to thrifty for that. I mean, it, it, it was a game changer four years ago. Um, and it's still a game changer for a lot of us that that fish offshore, really anything we do. And, um, Kenneth, I know you run a different brand and, and you like it real well and, each to their own, but uh, it's, there's definitely some technology there that, you know, once you have it, you can't be without it. That's for sure. So that's for sure. So Kenneth, what are you looking to see come out of ICAST next week?
0: You know, I'm kind of bummed that I'm not going to be there. Um, But I'm, I'm, this just means that I'm probably going to blow up David's phone while he's there. (laughs) So um, he, he may hope that I'm like preoccupied with work during the day. Otherwise, gonna I'm going to be probably just asking for this and that, and details on this. I've heard about that. You know, what does it really mean? I, you know, I don't. I, hopefully, David can get enough done that I'm not going to be bothering him too bad.
2: Well, you know, flights are still cheap, bud. You can hop on a plane and come down to see us while we're there. We, I got, I got a couch you can sleep on in the condo so you'll uh, you'll be in good shape there that's for sure
0: so i still have a building i'm trying to put together i'm i'm almost there
2: that's what uh that's what i hear so that's that's what i hear for sure if you are a uh, if you're a tournament director and you're listening to this show I would love for you to send us your info at info at anglerschannel.com or djong dxiong At uh, not Jong, Jong, D X I O N G at anglerschannel.com. We're building our tournament director database. You want to get your schedules in, want to get them on the website and get ready for the fall, winter season as well as 2022. It'll be here for you know it. 2021 is halfway over, it's done, it's gone. ICAST will be here. Dove season will be here in a month and a half. You guys will get to hunting. The next thing you know, you are going to want to go fishing, right? So uh, make sure you send us those uh, those tournaments. We would love it. If you if you got results, send those to us too. We'd love to uh, post them and talk about them. We've been sharing a bunch of posts here lately. Extreme Bass and a few others have been sharing those. Make sure guys are getting there, uh, getting some love out there. We want to make you guys famous, no matter if you're a Tuesday nighter or if you're uh, the NPFL. We want to make sure that people know about your trail. And um, and are following along. We want to help you grow your tournament field. So if tournament directors shoot us an email, info at anglerschannel.com dot com or Dijon D X I O N G at anglerschannel.com. What have you learned this week, Kenneth? It's been two weeks. Surely you've learned something. Well,
0: I've actually I've got three things I want to talk wow. about. It's not necessarily okay. what I've learned. I've just I'm, I've been sitting here holding on to one of them for a while because well, bring it. it Let's go. It, 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 something was said right off the bat and it, and it just it like it hit me like a ton of bricks
2: okay and I've just
0: been sitting over there holding it the whole time okay when you finally said it may have been David that said one of you said it that this is the final bassmaster elite tournament of the year yeah it it dawned on me that last year spoiled us yes you know last year we had so many delays they ended up finishing the season throughout the fall we absolutely loved it oh I, I wish they would do it as a normal schedule that way but but knowing that it's July and you said that it's the final event for the year it just it just hit it really hit me
2: Final elite series event for the year we've still got the others that I may listen to from time to time but final elite series event of the year so well,
0: that's why I'm so bummed Chris it's the elite series
2: I know I know i I, I want more. We we we've still got we've still got some opens to, to look at. We've still got some things like that 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 are there that, that we can that we can watch, but or talk about. But uh, I'm with you. You know, my wife. We ha- we have the same deal every year. You know, and well before COVID, we had the same deal with you know the national championship of football. She's a big football fan. Then the Super Bowl. And when the Super Bowl's over with. She's like, great. Now we got nothing until September, right? Because she's not going to watch baseball, and she's unless my son's playing, she's not going to watch basketball. So we're still watching the Spurs, but I mean, it's, you know, one of those things. So yeah, I mean, this is it. This is, this is the deal and big shout out to Seth fighter. I think Seth pulls it off this week. I think, I think Seth gets it done. And uh, I think it's, I think it's, it's due. I think he's due for an AOI. What do you think, David?
3: He's definitely due. I mean, he's been you know very consistent, you know, well before the split anyways, he, you know, he was rising up. So I think it's, I mean, I guess you could say he's, non-traditional in a way how he looks and how he presents himself but i think uh i mean he's from he's not that far from where i, I, where I live and everything so it's you know, for me it's good to see another northern guy kind of you know compete down south and really uh put up a good fight and it, it'll be um good to see someone you know so again like, oh actually, you know it's, it's been all new winners you know there's been no repeat winners since the split either so right um so mm-hmm. yeah so I guess llama, <laughs>
2: <laughs> llama llama. So,
3: dude, he, he,
0: he's he's been on fire. I mean, it's been a remarkable season.
2: Yeah, it really has. Done. It really has. So, all right, you said you had three things. What the other yes. two?
0: Number two, over your right hand shoulder, there's a life jacket sitting in the floor.
2: It is. Yes.
0: I, I I think I see an old school bass patch on it, and there's something else sticking in it that I can't tell what it's. I I got to know about it. Sure, let me grab it real quick for you. Sorry, listeners, this is not going to make any sense to you because you can't see it, but maybe he'll describe it well enough.
2: So this is an old school, um, it's an old school Stearns jacket, I believe. Now it's an America's old Cup one. jacket, is what it is. It's got the it's got the little strings on the side, right, that you kind of pull together and get you a little tighter, but. It's got the the old school Bass logo on it. I mean, that's that's old school right there. That's it's not. It that's not a logo. That's a patch. That's a patch. That's a patch. It's back in patches. And then this was a, a a Bass Pro Lunker Award, and it's got the six pound club, uh, patch on it as well. And this was not mine. I had one like it when I was growing up. It's not mine. I actually found this in a thrift shop for like five bucks. <laughs> that's and, awesome. In in Chattanooga of all places. So you know, it spent some time on uh, on Chickamauga. So. Found out in a thrift shop, I said, I got to have it and uh, bought it. And uh, it sits up here in my office, proudly displayed. Because why? Because we wear our life jackets and we're running a bass boat. If I see any more people doing videos, and I can name one of them right now when his stupid little ass, not wearing his life jacket, but he's got his freaking phone in his hand, turning it around, going, Look at me, great day to be on the water, Mercury, Bo Bowling, all this crap, dude. I'm telling you. I'm tired of looking at it. You talking about the little boat? Huh? You talking about the little boat? No, no, this is a big boat. And it's, 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 no, it's, it's a different deal. But I mean, if you, yeah, you just, you got to wear your life jacket. That's all I can say about it. And you got to have that Mustang PFD on and uh, you got to wear those. I mean, that's just, God almighty, just, it drives me crazy. So. Anyway, but yeah, that's my that's my little life jacket I keep here in the office just in case the you know the water rises to the second floor in the house. So I've got something to to save my ass. So, what else you got? You got one more thing?
1: Yeah,
0: I, I was just eyeballing and thought there may be a story to it. That's that's <laughs> why I had to bring it up. <laughs> All right, so here's something that I've been tempted to talk about for a while now, and I've just I just hadn't quite done it. It's almost like maybe I wanted to keep it a little secret a little bit longer. Okay, but since NPFL's on Pickwick, we've talked about Pickwick. You mentioned them earlier, Exone. Yeah. This is the Zone Blitz worm. Yeah. Let me tell you, this worm is really good. Is it? Okay. And it's summer it's summertime. <laughs> you need this worm in red bug and june bug. Okay. And go fish it deep.
2: I'm writing this down right now. I'm going to sports with them. We'll buy some.
0: And and look, I, I've been throwing ribbon tail worms for a long time. I'm a huge fan of ribbon tail worms. Right. Let me tell you why this one's a little different. Okay. And the guys over at Pickwick, I hope they're listening. This may help them. <laughs> <laughs> look, when when the bite gets tough, most ribbon tail worms have no action unless they're moving. Right. Because the plastics in X Zone floats, this worm actually has extra movement when you stop it.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. No other ribbon tail is going to give you that. No. So, so when the bite's slow and you got to, you, you know, you, you swim this thing a little bit and you stop it, it's going to have a little bit of movement. It's going to try to float back off the bottom. It's not a high floater. Right. But that extra movement when you stop the bait. Just a little bit. Is all the difference in the world this time of year. Sure. Just figured I would throw that in there. Okay. worm by Exxon.
2: Exxon. You know, you got to check them out. I, you know, wheat loves the Deception Worm I've heard Swammer More times than not here the last few weeks From those guys And now the Blitzworm I like it I, I like it a lot A little, little You know Tech Tuesday From, uh, from tech, tech, tech Tip Tuesday From uh, okay, Our English Channel Insider Mr. Well Dennis I can Crowder. tell you They'll eat it
0: I, I know for a fact
2: Okay Alright Well good Well that's a good note Did you leave any of that In the boat for the new buyer uh, Oh no That's negative I got you Well good It's going to be really clean Good Alright i like to hear that So All right, guys, make sure you check out the Angler's Channel Bass Wrap-Up Show this weekend, Saturday morning, 7 a.m. on Discovery Channel. Brand new show coming at you this week. If you miss it though, make sure you DVR. But if you do miss it, it'll be on YouTube on Monday morning um, on the Angler Channel YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to it as well. Make sure you don't miss up on miss out on that or any of the new product videos that we'll have coming up from iCast next week. And like I said, top of the show, dualpro.com, 25% off. Not 10, not 15, 25% off till August 15th using the code ANGLER. When you check out, so make sure you get your hands on a good. Uh, I'm going to buy a charger tonight for my for my big boat, my other boat. I'll make sure I've got one of those, you know, ready to go to keep those batteries getting fresh. So, you guys, make sure you check that out. And as always, folks, we do appreciate you guys. listening this week, David, give me a number. What we're we gonna what we're we gonna do? A, a, a pre iCast giveaway. If you've listened this far in the show, give me a number. Five. Five. Number five. All right, I'm gonna write that down. Number five. Looking for texture. Number five. The X Zone Hotline. Heck, we might give away a pack of Blitzworms or more from x That's what we'll give away an X Zone Care Pack straight off the wall in Kenneth's garage. It's over his right <laughs> oh, shoulder, right there. Hit him, hit yeah. Hit yeah, I got him on that one. He he brought it up. We're going to give him away straight <laughs> off the wall in Kenneth's garage. X Zone uh, Care Pack two five six five three five three two one seven. The X Zone Hotline, guys. We do encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review this show and your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, go ahead and share it with your mom and them. If not, just let us know. We love to, to hear constructive criticism. We, Lord knows we take it well. So uh, you guys pass that along. With that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only Mr. Luke Duncan, your NPFL color commentator. Make sure you check them out on their social channels as well as the – tnpfl.com. You can spell out the professional, the National Professional Fishing League, but I just go tnpfl.com. But I'll get you there as well. Follow those guys along this week. You can. I'm gonna have two screens. I'm gonna have the Elite Series and the TNPFL up on the same machine. Then I'll toggle the sound back and forth because I can do that, right? So I'll do that this week and uh, and follow along with those guys. I want to see how Pigwick shows out. It's gonna be a lot of fun seeing how they break down that body of water. So the angler's channel circus folks i'm chris brown guys have a great week and weekend as always god bless good fishing go tigers put that pfd on walk with that life jacket up pack that kill switch y'all be safe we'll see you next week don't take it
1: personally. thanks for listening to the angler's channel insider podcast your number one tournament resource